Hi, I'm Rob Beckett, and I'm the host of the Rural Revitalization Podcast. The Rural Revitalization Network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to Episode 2 of Rural Revitalization Podcast. Today, we want to be talking about waiting for the waters to recede. In Genesis chapter 8, it talks about how God had told Noah to build an ark because the floods were coming, the rains were coming, and for Noah to be doing this work. We know that it was an unprecedented time. We know that it hadn't rained before the way it was going to rain, but Noah was diligent. Noah was uh, faithful, and he did the work that God called him into. Remember, for resources and the latest downloads, you can go to our new updated website, which is ruralrevitalization.net, and you can also go and join our Facebook page, Rural Revitalization Network, with other pastors and other leaders. Go to Rural Revitalization Network. I was reading a devotional and it was talking about the receding waters. And when I was reading this devotional, it was talking about that in life, things happen that, that sometimes in our life, floods, floods come and the waters rise and, and we have to be dealing with the things that, uh, that happen during this flood. And, and it talked about some aspects about how life is changes Uh, in the receding waters. And it got to me to thinking about the church itself, thinking about our churches that during this pandemic time that uh, we have been going through and we are still going through, my mind's eye got to looking at and thinking about that it is very much like the receding waters from the flood, a time of uncertainty, a time of not knowing, but yet it is a time of renewal and transformation that God can use in us if we are faithful like Noah. In the passages of Genesis chapter 8, verses 1 through 14, there is actually nine times in that passage, in that short amount of verses, nine times that the text just stops and it, and it just says uh, and marks in it that the waters are receding. In this receding of the waters, we find what you might call rhythms or new rhythms of life that comes from these receding waters. And so today I'd like to look at a few things, not only how it it impacts our life, but also how it has impacted our church. Let me tell you about our new webpage, Rural Revitalization Network. You will find announcements of upcoming in-person events and online seminars that you will be able to register and attend. Under resources, you'll find our recommended books to help you to navigate uncharted territory and ministry for small and rural churches, assessment tools for pastors and leadership, church, and even communities, and also our podcasts and our blog articles that will come out every week that you'll be able to go and archive to go back and see what we have posted in the past. Also, there is a donate button that you can go on and help support this effort so that we can carry this message to other churches and other pastors. So check it out, ruralrevitalization.net. That is ruralrevitalization.net.
this whole thing that we're going through has changed us one way or another. One of the first things that we notice is that the unparalleled time of rain and waiting that Noah had to endure while he was on the ark. Think about the unprecedented, uh, unprecedented rain. That rain could be this, this pandemic, this virus, this COVID-19, uh, whatever you want to call it. It is nothing like anybody in our lifetime uh, in over 100 years has seen anything like this. And it was just a, a rain that we had to endure that we had never experienced before. There is no books, no articles. There was nothing out there that prepared us for this rain that, that can't rain down on us. But what we had to do was we had to endure the rain and we had to wait through it many times. From the beginning, when the rain started, when the door shut to the time they opened the doors back up was just about a year. And uh, now we're going into almost uh, two years into this thing. And it uh, reminds me of of this enduring, this time um, that we have, have had to navigate through, just like Noah did. But one thing that the, the rain caused, the flooding caused, or this pandemic caused, it was during this time we found innovative uh, ways to bring change, to do change in the church. And some of those changes, whether it be Facebook Live, uh, some churches were already getting into the uh, the rhythms of doing that on a, on a regular basis. And even our church, we, before the pandemic, we were just starting the Facebook live on our uh, Sunday morning services. But, uh, but it also ushered in zoom meetings where people could, uh, meet together without coming together in person because the doors were closed. But it also it enhanced the text messaging and the messenger and, and other things. Um, FaceTime, all, all kinds of different things that the church really hadn't been in most smaller churches uh, like ours. We were, you might say, dipping our toe in the waters, but we weren't uh, fully submerged into it. But that is one thing that this unprecedented time of uh, this pandemic uh, caused us to do. It accelerated the change that either would have took a long time for us to get into or we probably would have never done at all. And that is one of the things that I see uh, that this time that we went through helped us with. What, what I can look back on and think about during this time uh, and this time of waiting while we were in that is how God was not caught by surprise by any of this. He already knew what was going to happen, what was needed, and he was already providing the technology, providing the people to come up with the technology to have, uh, to be able to do Facebook Live, uh, to do Zoom and do all these things. He already had those things in place so that we could utilize them and, and have them in our church. And so um, I see that uh, uh, during that time of waiting, that it was also a, a good time that it helped to bring change. Uh, a second thing is, um, uh, how are the times of receding water a time of restoration and creation, recreation? Uh, so in, in the in the account, it talked about uh, in verse five of chapter eight of Genesis, it says the waters decreased steadily until the 10th month. And in the 10th month, on the first day of the month, 
the tops of the mountains became visible. The tops of the mountains became visible. I think that that is a very significant thing that we need to uh, consider and look at. So what was happening is Noah was looking out and the tops of the mountains became visible. We can apply that to this pandemic that during the times that our church doors were closed and we were doing online services and doing all these things, we are able now as the waters are receding, as the pandemic is seems like it's receding and, and the numbers are going down, it seems that we can see the tops of the mountains and they become visible to us. What does that mean? What that means is God is showing us new ways, recreative ways of the ways that we as a church can have new life. Uh, as I said before, um, that, that during the pandemic and during the time of waiting, change was uh, almost forced upon us and, and we had to adapt. We had to have new ways that, that we did church. Um, and you might say that uh, the rhythms of church life had changed. And so what God was doing, he was revealing uh, these things so that we could have a uh, restoration and a recreation. And so that the new ways that we were doing church were being visible and, and being revealed to us. And, and that is a, a, a good thing to be looking at in this, that the more the waters recede, the more we see, the more we see the recreation and how our world is different now. Now, uh, before the pandemic, we wouldn't have uh, been doing a lot of things we do now because it was, it was not um, basically forced upon us. But I believe God uses that and helps us so that we can change, so that we can see the new creation. We can see the new world that we live in. We see the new situations that we have to deal with in our church life and our church members, how we deal with people, how we work with people, how do we communicate with people. Uh, God uses that uh, to help shape us into what we need, need to do. Uh, many times this past two years, I've thought about what what we needed in change, um, and and we have needed for decades uh, was uh, either slowly coming about or not coming about. And what we have been trying to do for decades, and we were really not doing very well. Uh, Jesus did during this pandemic almost at a snap of a finger, and in no time. The, the change that was needed was done in just a, uh, just in a blink of an eye. And so uh, God can take whatever that comes uh, our way in our church life and our personal life, and he can use that for his glory and for the furtherance of the kingdom. We now have, uh, because of the technologies and because of uh, some of the different ways that we're ministering now, we're able to reach people that we normally did not reach. Uh, we're reaching family and friends that live out of state and uh, maybe live across the country. And, and in some cases, people around the world uh, because of 
what we're doing now. Because the floods came, because the pandemic came, we are doing these new things and we'll be able to reach more people. Um, the one thing, the next thing I, I think about is that recreation. Now that God has, has given us some uh, recreation, we can see the tops of the mountains and they become visible. Recreation requires new life. So in this recreation that, that uh, we are experiencing uh, in our church life now, this new, um, these new technologies, the ways of reaching people in new ways, it requires that we uh, operate, that we um, uh, do church, that we live life in a new way. And it gives new life to us. We can't go back to the old ways. Uh, we can, but then what we're doing, we're, we're basically erasing everything that God is trying to do in us and through us. Uh, we can never really go back uh, to the old life. Uh, recreation requires new life in us and requires that we uh, follow Jesus wherever he's leading us and that we uh, let this new life uh, help us in our ministries and help us with our people. And then the fourth thing, God is inviting us to join the Spirit of God in this recreation. God is, is telling us and, and asking us to join Him in what He has already been doing uh, around us uh, through everything that we have been experiencing and God is inviting us to join him in the work that he's doing. It is a new creation. It's a new day. The waters recede. And, and God is inviting us to be part of that. He's wanting us to take our churches and to implement what uh, so many of these things that we have been doing. And, and God wants us to have new life in our church. I got a little exercise uh, for you to, to do and to think about and, and to be praying about. So uh, take you out a, a piece of clean sheet of paper and draw uh, um, uh, a line right down the middle and right across the middle, across the, across the middle of it and make four quadrants in it. And label each one of these four quad quadrants uh, one through four. In the first box, in number one, I want you to go and to name the losses of things that you were doing pre-COVID that you would like to be restored post-COVID. So the things that uh, you're no longer doing that you were doing before COVID started, what would you like to have restored post-COVID, after COVID's done, that you would like to bring back. In the second box, take and name the things that you were doing pre-COVID that you do not want to see restored or do not want to come back. And in the third box, name the things you picked up during COVID that were life-giving and that you want to continue in your church life and in your church. And then lastly, in box four, name the things that you picked up during COVID that you hope to let go when COVID is over.
Now return to each one of these statements and, and respond and, and put a reason why. Why do you want to keep and why do you want to let go of each one of these things? And then be praying about it. And be praying that God will uh, show you uh, the good things that have, have come from this flood and come from this time of waiting. And now that the waters are receding from this pandemic, let him reveal to you the mountaintops. Let him reveal to you the recreation that he wants you to see during this time. There are some things that, um, you know, you'll want to see get restored. But there may, may be other things that you have seen that has come from this pandemic that you can see how God can receive the glory for it and how he can, uh, the furtherance of the kingdom can happen and go forward because of this pandemic. So let us pray and let us consider, um, even though the floods come and we have to endure the storms, let us also see the recreation that God wants to use in us and through us and through our churches and through our people. Let's, uh, let's say this prayer. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. God, the God of the times uh, and the tides of our life and the floods of our life that have come, we ask that you would give us eyes to see the receding waters as the place of our restoration and our transformation. And as we pause and we name these losses, may we also see the gains. As things recede into the rearview mirror, may you give us vision and increase our visibilities. We want to thank you that you always extend an invitation to participate in our transformation, beginning with ourselves which will then extend into the restoration of our friendships, of our workplaces, of our neighborhoods, of, our, of the world that we live in, but ultimately within our churches. Holy Spirit, breathe new life of recreation in this time of desolation and uncertainty. Lord, we just want to give you all the praise, all the glory for all that you're, you've been doing, that you're doing, and that you're going to do in and through each and every one of us. And we ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.